The Kate Daly Show is about to start. Progressive liberals must be accompanied by an adult. The show starts now. It's Christmas Eve. It's, it's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer. We, we, we smile a little easier. We, 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 we cheer a little more. For a couple of hours out of the whole year, we are the people that we always hoped we would be. So happy to be with you. I know. We brought up some uh, drama in the last hour. Just a little bit of uh, questions and and things about the overall presidency run and the ballot situation. I'm so grateful for Midwest Melissa uh, coming on. And, of course, um, we'll take your calls if we can periodically through the show. If you're listening to us in the afternoon, streaming live from katedallyradio.com, you can do that. And uh, 888-673-1450. And, of course, right now, um, and that was from the movie Scrooged, by the way. That was Bill Murray. Um, And so I've got Susan uh, Reeve with me. Hi, Susan. How are you? Susan, are you there? Yes. I'm oh, here. good. Yep. Okay. And uh, so grateful. We have a lot to talk about today. And um, you're going to have to listen to the last hour on podcast because I'm just bringing up some points to think about some critical thinking points. But there's just so much that doesn't make sense about the whole ballot thing. But it's far beyond that. It's it's more into the bigger psyop at play here. Um, and it's hard, I think, to get into those questions and answers because it challenges kind of where we put our hope. Okay. Um, so Susan, we have so much to talk about. I don't know what to start with. Let's, let's start with okay. food because I'm hungry. Food. So <laughs> I yes. like food. Yes. Yes. Can well, you tell me what's going this on? article caught my attention because my son-in-law was eating a hamburger mm-hmm. and he goes, this food hasn't tasted right the last two times I've eaten it. And it was from a big chain, but like okay. a good hamburger chain. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's, that's a strange thing. Maybe it's just him, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it turns out, as a matter of fact, there was mm-hmm. an article Business Insider published. It says, giant food companies are quietly ruining your favorite snacks and hoping you don't notice. How so? And- The point of it is that in this age of inflation, we see the prices going up in the grocery store and over the counter when we buy fast food. And everything getting smaller, way smaller for the price. Yes, yes. And they have done research to uh, realize that customers are very sensitive about that. They Mm -hmm. notice when things are shrinking. They notice when things um, are costing a dollar or two more. So what they did is they've gone to another strategy, which is we'll swap out ingredients and we'll put in uh, different levels of things. So instead of in mayonnaise, Mm -hmm. instead of doing um, like 25% of egg, Mm -hmm. they'll put it way down to like 17%. And people, it's, it's enough for your brain to go, wait, what? And then you think, well, maybe it's just me or maybe there's something. Yeah. You've had that experience, right? Where something just. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't quite taste right. Yes. So this article um, by Jara Davigdiga said that he went onto Reddit and noticed there were a bunch of people complaining about the same thing. Someone Mm. wrote Ritz crackers. For some inexplicable reason, maybe about five years ago, the crackers went from being nice and firm to nowadays easily crumbling to bits with even the lightest dip. I've noticed that. No, I have because I just 
ate some like two days ago, maybe three days ago. That's why I'm like, uh, that's interesting because yeah, I have noticed that too. The quality is just bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. And the taste too, the taste too. And I, I wasn't really thinking about that on a grander scale though. So I'm actually glad you brought this up because I think they're quietly, we had the same kind of story with pharmaceuticals. They were quietly changing pharma and not telling anybody. And so the formulation. Yes. And so this would be a really this is also very interesting, I think, because we all know that they would like to. And this is why they delabeled stuff like meat is because they didn't want to have to say where it came from. And so, of course, the next thing would be that. I mean, you can't make it any smaller. You cannot make a cereal box smaller. Right. So, of course, you would change up the ingredients to be weirder less caloric, less, I mean, and more junk, right? Absolutely. So here's another few examples. Um, Someone said when you used to bite into a Twix, you would hit the caramel, Uh but now they just snap in half and are like a sugar cookie with some chocolate on it. I noticed that too. And I thought that's so crazy. Okay. And here I was thinking it was my, um, my son-in-law. But um, there's a giant food processor called um, Conagra, uh-huh. which maybe people have rec- recognized. Mm-hmm. And they reduced their vegetable oil, oil content in Smart Balance. A lot of people use Smart Balance mm-hmm. um, from 64% vegetable oil to 39%, replacing the rest with water. Oh, weird. It, yes. Can you? Um, <laughs> I mean, 64 to, to 39. Yeah, it's and already it with- it's already fake butterish, And then you go to no butter, <laughs> literally water uh, solidified with some uh, content it, of fake butter. Ooh, it's that's insane. Yeah. And so after a thousand one star reviews, yeah. the company noticed that people were outraged and they promised to bring back the old formula. Um they give an example how this has actually been happening before. So in 2013, Breyer's ice cream reduced the amount of dairy fat mm-hmm. in its ice cream to the point that it could no longer be considered ice cream. Oh. So now if you look at Breyer's, it says frozen dairy dessert. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it says chocolate manufacturers replacing cocoa butter with palm oil or sunflower oil. And then that's why you, when you bite into chocolate, it's like waxy. Yeah. That's why. Ah, conspiring. That's why. Conspiring people. I know. And Mm -hmm. then my favorite, Nutella. Are you kidding me? Um, Ferrero angered fans by reducing the amount of cocoa in Nutella. Mm -hmm. And people could tell, you know, foods are your favorite. And then all of a sudden it's weird. And so they're saying if, if inflation is easing up, like if prices mm-hmm. aren't going up as fast, the rate of inflation isn't going up as fast, why are people still complaining? And this article points out, well, maybe it's the actual quality of the food. Yeah, that it's the price are... and the quality. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, taste, we're the quality, noticing. like, oh, yeah, something is something's not right. You're paying an and, awful lot of money and you're going up to the checkout and you've only got maybe an eighth of a cart and it's a hundred dollars. And then on top of it, you get the foods home. It doesn't have the satisfaction. So it's a double whammy is what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, 
It absolutely is. So then they blame a bit of the supply chain and Mm -hmm. they blame the imports and they're Mm -hmm. saying all of a sudden sugar became more expensive. And so what was cheaper Mm -hmm. was American corn oil, which is subsidized by the government. Mm. But in the corn oil, doesn't this make sense? It's called skimpflation. You're skimping. Yeah. Well, this is why we need to, like, I get my meat local. I don't, I don't, I don't buy it at the chains anymore. And I, I really, I love the quality. And I'm telling you, everybody, everybody's got to do that. I, I would not, I just don't trust what I'm buying anymore because you don't know oh, yeah. what it is. And I you, think they can be very sneaky. They're sneaky. They're mm-hmm. changing the names of things. Mm-hmm. If people don't like um, MSG, yeah. now there's a whole range of names for it. Here's another example. And my good friend was saying, yeah, I've noticed that uh, fast food is actually getting saltier. I yeah, said, it's getting She goes, grosser. no, mm. it's saltier. And here's an example. Yeah. Um, wishbone Italian salad dressing um, replaced its fat content by 10%, replacing the oil with water and more salt. <laughs> well, um, you can't, yeah. you can't even make that up. And how yeah. would people know yeah. this is based on an investigation, right? And based on the fact that people actually started looking into this. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was a calculation. It's yeah. a calculation based on the fact that people, the companies know people, if they see it's a dollar or two more, will go elsewhere mm-hmm. or they will try to buy it from say Amazon. Yeah. from Walmart. So stores mm-hmm. are worried. Yeah. So retailers, I, these yeah. uh, food, food companies said, well, then let's figure out another strategy. Mm-hmm. So this has been very calculating yes. on their part. Calculated. Yes, yes, yes. And, um, and also they, you know, I, I find that places like uh, Walmart, I almost said the nickname for that on air, <laughs> uh, Walmart, <laughs> what we call it at our house, Walmart, um, they um, are moving people towards their uh, brands, their um, their generic, their generic brand. And what's interesting about that is like they have less and less product. They used to have a lot more product and they don't. And it's it's kind of like I feel like I'm shopping in like Poland or something. It's very dialed into what they want to sell us. And and oftentimes they're going to the same companies as the name brands, but they want you to focus on buying the uh, generics. It's really weird, really strange. Yeah, well, and the strategy of the generics is if you're not willing to pay full price for a brand name, that mm-hmm. brand name says, we don't want you going to a competitor. Yes. We'll just use the generic and yeah. sell it to Walmart. Right. And so they get you as the cheaper customer but you're right. It does have that Polish feel. It does. <laughs> that under communism, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's kind of a horrible um, store. I mean, it really is. Like they're, they're kind of the driver for whatever the New World Order wants to do. They seem to be, they, they must be getting a lot of money. And we've known this because the only, they were one of the only, you know, people that stayed open and, and got, you know, got a lot of COVID dollars and so forth, but very bought and sold organization in, in the way that they are heading out. And right now they're doing a lot of refurbishing so that everything is automated so that when you go to the store, you're basically not going to be, there's going to be a whole section where you're not able to go in and shop. It's just going to be, you just order it and, and, a and, a the robot goes around to get everything. And they're, they're redoing stores right now. If you've noticed why some of the stores are cordoned off, a lot of the yeah. stores are cordoned off right now. They're implementing this new robotic way to shop. 
Which, you know, what is funny about that is Mm -hmm. so many of us go to the grocery store and we don't even think about stuff that until we see it on the shelf. Oh, Mm -hmm. I want to do that. Oh, maybe I will get pasta. It's not on your list. Yeah. But you're shopping here. I just wanted to give you um, this other example because we were talking about medications Mm -hmm. um, earlier. And here's an example of a cough medicine Mm -hmm. that six years later has only half as much of the active ingredient in the same size bottle. So you wonder why something isn't controlling your cough Uh and you're you're taking two tablespoons of it. It's because it's got only half the medication of the the active ingredient. Okay, that's crazy. That is crazy. We're going to come right back. Um, That's nuts. I, yeah, but you know what? I expect it. I expect there to be a lot of conspiring because that's what they do. And I also expect them to um, be um, very deceptive because they really have been for a long time and they've had to get caught in order to change their deception on food. But I think it's, you're right. It's going to get worse. It's way going to get way worse. Suze, I'll be back with Susan on the Kate Daly Show. Merry Christmas, everybody. Did you know that December is a great time to text Birch Gold? uh, 989898 is the phone number, and you can text my name, Kate. And let me just tell you, they're giving you free silver eagles when you do this. When you transfer everything over your IRAs and your uh, retirement to gold-backed. So really what you're doing is taking an extra step to um, enforce it's availability in the future, if you will, in making sure that everything is in, you know, concrete, right? As far as that goes. And this is a great time to do it. So for every $5,000 uh, you purchase, it's basically you're moving everything over for free. Um, and in a 401k tax sheltered IRA in gold, uh, you're going to get a free Eagle up until December uh, 22nd. So please make sure and do that. Look, these are the guys I trust. I'm not going to give you a company that I don't trust. I trust Birch Gold. Ron Paul trusts Birch Gold. He talks about him incessantly because he loves what they do. And he uses his own resources with Birch Gold. So what I'm telling you is, look, this is a great company that you can trust. They're doing a great service for you. And they're also giving you free uh, free Silver Eagle coins um, when you do this and... It might not cost you a dime, which is even better. And if you're wondering whether you should do it or not, why would you you back up your computer? Why would you not back up everything that you've got out there, right? I know you're worried about it because of digital currency coming in. So take that step. My gosh, at least get the free information. Just at least do me that. Get the free information. Text 989898. That's the phone number. And text my name, Kate. So easy. It'll take you two seconds. Please do that. And then at least I know you've got the free information. Merry Christmas, you guys. This is the Kate Daly Show. Thank God it's Christmas. Yeah. A little clean for you. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. And uh, so glad. I hope you're enjoying the holiday season. Um, Christmas in particular coming this weekend, which I'm really happy about. And on Friday, we have um, Father Dwight Longnecker, who will talk about the wise men and the proof behind the wise men which there is proof. And the story that we retell a lot, um, it's, it's the truth of the matter 
is that there is truth, there is proof, and there is um, a bigger truth behind um, who the um, the gentlemen were that visited Christ and when and when they gave him those gifts. And so it's a really fascinating uh, book that he wrote. And so he'll be on Friday. We'll have a fun Friday show. And tomorrow's Chris Ann Hall and Uncle Milty. And um, and a guest with a new documentary coming about, about out about I can talk today about the dangers of communism coming in, um, and then also I just wanted to mention please text Birch Gold ninety eight ninety eight ninety eight and make sure that um, you text my name and get that information because I'm telling you that people are so happy working with them because they're that good. It's who I trust, and I don't. There's not very many in that space that I that I would say this is who you should go to. Birch Gold is that place. So please text them just for free information. At least I know you have it. 989898 and text my name, Kate. Okay. And then I'll know that you've at least got it. All right, Susan, where do we go from here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm the person who likes to wake up in the morning and watch part of a movie. I don't Mm -hmm. know why it gets me going. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, I uh, was seeing the Netflix show mm-hmm. um, Maestro okay. just advertised everywhere. And I thought, well, as an investigator, I'm going to look into it yeah. and see what it is. So sure. it's with Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. But as it turns out, this is about the life of Leonard Bernstein. Now, he was a genius on the level, I would say, of Mozart. And for anybody who had seen the movie, and I don't remember how many years ago, Amadeus. Yes. It was a very interesting, it included a ton of his music and his his musical mm-hmm. inspiration process, how his brain worked. And it right. was really interesting. Well, I expected something similar with this. Um, and it wasn't. It was a lot of him conducting, which... You know, seeing somebody conducting isn't really that exciting. Mm -hmm. But I would say 50% of the movie dealt with his relationship with his wife because he was bisexual. Mm. And she had somehow given him permission. She'd given up her career on stage as an actress. And it was all of this Mm. drama Mm -hmm. focusing on that. Of course, it's Hollywood. (laughs) They well, love those stories. I, right? And let's play, and let's give the credit or blame to Bradley Cooper, because not only does he play the lead role. And he's role, bisexual, allegedly. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> this is very coincidental. Um, he had directed it. He directed himself. Mm-hmm. He produced it, co-produced mm-hmm. it with Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. And he co-wrote it. Co-wrote it. Well, he so seems to enjoy the gay scenes in movies a lot. So I'm just going to go. With I that. mean, did I say that out loud? Very, I didn't mean to say. That. <laughs> I'm I'm listening. It's been yes, rumored yes. for a long time. So yeah, yeah. Well, I was just so disappointed because I thought here you have an actual American genius, mm-hmm. and this is the treatment. And you know, his wife, played by Carrie Mulligan, she does a fantastic job. She's a right. really good actress. She is. It, it became all about how upset she was. And mm-hmm. I thought this. But she married away. him, kind of knowing. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm saying it just took away from his genius. Now, if it was a series mm-hmm. where you could, this was only part of it, mm-hmm. that would be fine. Yeah. But this was the focus of the movie. And I was just so disappointed. I just thought I would never recommend somebody watch that. Yeah. And. And the last 30 seconds, he's seducing a student on the dance, on the dance floor, a college student. Yes. I thought, how is this honoring well, 
the memory of Leonard Bernstein. It was absurd. So anyway, that was my my feeling about it. Um, In case people want entertainment and they're in London, they can go see Gwyneth Go Skiing. And I kid you not, it is about the trial of Gwyneth Paltrow. And if you were lucky enough to have missed that Mm -hmm. circus. (laughs) Which was a nothing. It was bizarre. So there's an actual play about this. There's a play about Gwyneth Paltrow's trial. About running a into music. somebody. A musical. <laughs> I am not kidding. Now that does sound gay. They, actually. <laughs> you know, the gays love their musicals. And they she's are a fashion icon. They would they would admit that, right? They are hard up for anything. entertainment. I yeah. mean, come I mean, on. If you, yeah, that's they're known for their love of musicals. So okay, anyway, it's you, just so I mean, that's so reaching to try to come up with a musical out of some lame trial where some spoiled brat actress is trying to get out of it by acting like she's like the pure victim. I mean, okay, um, boy, I got to hear the music on that one. This is the Kate Daly Show. sexy Christmas song. It's kind of fun. Makes you want to dance. Uh, John Bon Jovi, uh, please come on for Christmas. I think the Eagles did this too. Anyways, uh, welcome back. Kate Daly Show. And I've got Susan with me. Um, I just want to make sure, just please get to my sponsors. And uh, they keep this show on the air. And I am one of the very rare uh, shows that is not bought and sold and not a part of some corporation who we say what we want to say. And I love that about what we do. And so thank you for your support. Thank you for supporting us. And um, we're picking up a station in uh, California um, right after the new year. And um, the show is growing. And thank you for your support. All you have to do is contact your local station and request the show. And uh, shoot me an email, kate at katedallyradio.com. And we'll make sure... Uh, that we get it to that station, okay? It's that that's simple. Uh, I love it. All right, Susan. Um, we have uh, yes. we have trains, and then we'll talk about internet a little bit, and then we're going to circle back to the ballot situation too, and we'll take your calls as well in the last segment. But in this segment, I want to talk about trains first. Yeah. Okay. You know, because with so much going on in the news, all mm-hmm. of a sudden, we, people don't pay attention to the things that have been going on for 10 years, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, under, there's been a decade long run up to something that is going to be happening. It is happening. And it is a hyperspeed commuter train and high speed rail. It's going from Las Vegas to Rancho Cucamonga and on to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And it turns out it's going to go 200 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, So people are thinking, well, you know, what's the big deal about that? Well, it's who is behind it and who is getting the, uh, the billions in federal dollars to create it. So and last time it was the Feinsteins. So they were rec- they were getting a lot of money for this and uh to build it. So who who's who's in on this now? Feinstein's dead. Well, I know the Feinsteins, you know, there was the the rail that was supposed to go up mm-hmm. California, right? Mm-hmm. Up to the northern California, but this is going across state lines. And it is um the UAE 
mm-hmm. and the Chinese. And it's called uh, Brightline West. Uh, it's supposed to be net zero. That's how they're promoting it, net zero. What a joke. But it, everything about it, you know, they try and promote this as an American project with, you know, it's going to make America better on and on. But it turns out that everything about it is being done by foreign companies. And you have to ask yourself, why is that? So they, um, so we're doing, they're doing, so we're allowing foreign companies as of January 2nd ish, we're allowing the biggest land grab in Amer- that America's ever had in its history, the worst, most diabolical story and gutting of America. We're allowing this to happen and letting places like China and letting places like, well, any country you can name, come over and buy all of our national parks, national lands, or, or not national lands, public lands, and private property too. And they will hold that as an asset in a natural asset company. And then on top of that, they're building speed trains, these these bullet trains, and they're the ones that are going to be not only managing those, owning those, and then owning what's under those, correct? That's the way it looks. And they already have trains in other states like Florida. Um, I got this information from a researcher. People can go to her website, Corey's Digs, C-O-R-E-Y-S-D-I-G-S. And she makes the point that, yeah, you can assume that once this train goes in, that you're only getting on that train with a digital ID and a good social credit score. And That's how it's going to work, right? Run by foreign Why? interests in our land. That, exactly, exactly. And, uh, you know, you want to talk about robber barons. Yeah. These are more like um, rob- robber tyrants, mm-hmm. you know, where yeah. it, they can implement these types of things and make demands. And you go, well, how would they have gotten this through? Mm-hmm. It's because our government employees, our representatives are bought and paid for yep. by foreign interests. And totally we silent. have fo- former people, former representatives and employees of the government who end their careers there and then turn around and become big time lobbyists for these foreign governments who get these foreign contracts. It's just unbelievable. And then on top of it, Biden um, dingling is uh, putting in $3 billion for this project as well, on top of what they're bringing to the table and these national interests running, managing, and owning this. Our tax dollars and printed money from the printing machine is going $3 billion in at least right now. You know it'll be more for this project. Absolutely. And so... The, the unions don't mind as much because they get a cut of the pie, right? Mm-hmm. And so the union bosses and negotiators don't, you don't hear them complaining about this. Um, it's going to be a, mean a lot of money for the workers, but more importantly, they think it's money for the unions, which turn around and buy the politicians. And so it's very circular. You can see how the money flows <laughs> yep. in this arrangement, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just the the other part of it is China is going to become part of BRICS. So outside of our money system. Yeah. (coughs) Excuse me. Yeah. So doing this little uh, little takeover. It's just if I think if we could start to see government as a large psyop, because what are they arguing over? They're making statements and they're arguing over the ballot process right now with the candidates a year before 
we even go into an election. Okay. A year before we even go into the, the, you know, whatever to vote. Okay. A whole year. Okay. So if we can think of it as a big psyop and what are they not mentioning? Natural asset companies, the biggest land grab ever taking place in America and this, they're not mentioning any of the foreign interests coming over here and gutting America and purchasing, purchasing America into the highest bidder. No one's talking about it. Not one politician. No, they really don't see it as a threat. I know Mm. this came up in Florida and DeSantis did talk about it when it was, um, you know, uh, made public. Mm. He had to have known about it. But the Chinese bought up a bunch of property for some kind of research Mm -hmm. facility and in northern Florida and people were outraged. Then he became outraged. Well, it's then like, DeSantis yeah. became outraged. Like in my state, we have a bought and paid for little feminine um, governor. And um, and uh, Gav, um, Tucker Carlson calls him a little um, a little uh, twitty uh, um, Gavin Newsom. And he is a bald Gavin Newsom. And, you know, the headlines today in the news from the government were how to stay safe for the holidays like you're three years old. And then, of course, there's not enough water. And then, of course, it was all about how the population's growing, so therefore humans are bad. And I live in a conservative state, but we have a total nimrod for a governor. And this guy is intentional. He's intentional about it. He's intentional about following Dingling's communistic mantra. And I would imagine that this is happening all over the place. You're getting a lot of headlines. Humans are bad. Too many of you, you know, and it's okay if we, you know, some of you die because there's too many of you. The shot information's coming out. The shot information, NACs, and what Susan's bringing up are the biggest stories not being covered, right? The, the, yeah. the horrible vaccine info that's coming out that talks about all five cancers that are going to be and plus leukemia and things like that that are that people are coming to grips with having and then on top of that this gutting of america and oh, no one's yeah. mentioned it absolutely and those cancers they say are growing like wildfire yes like you get it mm-hmm. and you're you're dead in a few months instead of yep. you know 18 months to two years mm-hmm. and it's it's really been a shock to people yeah so yeah it's it's happening right under our noses mm-hmm. these things that happen in slow motion because this article said they have all the permits mm-hmm. all arranged all of the stuff that's taken 10 years all the legalities you know i'm sure the money has smoothed the way mm-hmm. um yeah and it's it's we're, a done deal we're gonna go to Nobody's- break we're gonna go to break mm-hmm. we'll be right back kate daly show kate daly radio.com more with susan reed when i come back My name is Peg. I'm a wife, mother, and grandmother. I love being with family. We have so much fun doing things together, and that is really the priority of my life. Family is so important to me, and I want to stay healthy so that I can continue to do the things that I enjoy doing with all of them. I try and exercise and eat well, and balance of nature just helps me to put it all together and take me over the top. I really am happy that I came across it and I've been taking it for probably five years and I will continue to take it. 
I would recommend Balance with Nature. It's so easy to do every day. I feel great, and who doesn't want to feel great? Go to balanceofnature.com and get 35% off plus a free fiber and spice supplement as a preferred customer by using discount code KATE. This is the Kate Daly Show. I love Billy Squire. Uh, Christmas is the time to say I love you. I used to dance in the kitchen with all my kids to the song during Christmas time when we were baking for neighbors, stuff like that. Anyway, it just has a lot of memories attached to it. So welcome back. And of course, visit my great sponsors. We have a lot to get to. So I, um, I want to give Susan the floor because there's just, there's several things, bing, 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 like we, we have to talk about real quick. So go for it, Susan. I can't hear you, Susan. One of the things I is that Biden walked out of a hotel mm-hmm. and he stopped because there was a car crash and his secret service then hustled him into the car. But he stopped and mm-hmm. he was alone. People were not right next to him like they were supposed to be his mm. secret service. And all of a sudden I had this really chilled feeling like heaven forbid something happens to him, that somebody does something to him to take advantage mm-hmm. of the fact that for some reason his security did not seem to be. And I wasn't the only one who noticed that. That's what brought it, you know, later. Yeah. I thought, I mean, I don't oh know that I'd go as far as to say heaven forbid, because I think that he's, he's one of the uh, worst uh, elected official politicians bought and sold that we've ever had. And his family is pretty, pretty criminal. And he, I think, is a pedophile. But but it's interesting because would they allow something to happen to him? And it, what's funny is, is I think, yeah, they would. Because it would it would clearly give them give them the reason to then forge ahead with their new communistic leader, right? Younger, I, youthful one. Yeah, the fact that the media is now ganging up on him, the fact that the Washington mm-hmm. Post wrote a four thousand word yeah. expose on him on Sunday, huh? Something is up. Something's up. Yeah. So, yeah. The other thing, there was a, a, some researchers that I follow, and one of them suggested that what had really happened with this whole um, sex tape in the Senate office mm-hmm. scandal yeah. that just happened yeah. is that it had happened, but the it, video was released by a foreign government in retaliation for the fact that this staffer had made an anti-Semitic comment to another staffer who was Jewish. Mm. And now if that's the case, you have to say, who would that government have been who would release a sex tape that they already had? Mm-hmm. And so I thought, huh, that actually, that could be possible. Yeah. That based on what we know about blackmail, right? And how it mm-hmm. works. Yep, yep. Um, I also think so I just, on that note, just on that note, just on that note, that um, they're really keeping tabs on people in the media that are speaking out about the governments in particular, um, like we've been doing, but really keeping tabs on people like that because um, there, you know, there's obviously a lot of uh, legislature, there's, there's something that was just voted on. And um, I think Thomas Massey was the only one that didn't vote yes on it, but it was basically, um, you're not allowed to talk about the governments. And so there's um, sometimes, you know, there can be a lot of reasons why us on the right, like being kind of drawn into talking about the governments could actually do some harm 
to us in in media too um because of the we're, we're being more outspoken about it too but they kind of want us to be because they want to know who's going to go there i'll talk more about that in a yeah. future show okay what was the internet yeah, no, no, uh, just the thing on the internet was an unusual article in The Atlantic mm-hmm. uh, by Charlie Warzel. And he said, what is happening to the internet? How come we don't know things anymore? And he gives the example, the most popular uh, streaming movie on uh, Netflix, which was The Night Agent. He's like, how come I've never heard of this? Mm-hmm. And he said, information is becoming siloed. And he said, we know tech companies are not good narrators. And I thought... Oh, he goes, they're unreliable narrators. And this is going to cause a huge problem uh, in 2024 for the election. So now they're really worried. They don't seem to be the gatekeepers anymore. And other stuff, he said, how do we how do we figure out what what is happening or what's going mm-hmm. viral if it's all siloed? Which that and makes I thought, it. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I just thought this is they're starting to mm-hmm. feel they all got off Twitter voluntarily because mm-hmm. they hate elon musk but now they're feeling like gosh we're not the cool kids who know everything anymore yeah. and they're worried and that's why i picked up on this article i, I thought, think oh, the yeah. i think the article is there to serve some disinformation as far as the government's been in control they just want to be in in control now in a very obvious way um and more of a legal way um as a solution so that nobody thinks that we're completely run by our government that we have some freedom still so I think it might serve as some disinformation for that to kind of seem like we were once free, but I don't think it was ever like that. They have owned Google. They ha- they own the search engines that are popular. They control the information and they can get rid of somebody fast um, on the Internet. And they have so and I, they, I think they own YouTube. And so they've been able to um, take stuff down. And so, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but but possibly some disinformation. Yeah. What did you what do you what is your take on the ballot thing? Uh, the ballot thing in Georgia, in Colorado. Oh, in Colorado, being put on the ballot. Uh-huh. Well, when the ballots are getting printed, it's he's the ballots are already going to be printed by the time mm-hmm. all this gets decided, mm-hmm. and they put a stay on mm-hmm. their own order. Why would the court put a stay, meaning it doesn't go into effect, on their own order? Mm-hmm. That's absurd. This is more like a stunt. It's food mm-hmm. to feed the media. Yeah. I think um, if I had to describe this to somebody so they understood really where I was coming from on this, because Melissa and I talked about this a little bit, um, and I know it creates quite a stir because people don't want to hear this explanation, but I feel like we enjoy being the sports announcers at a game between two sides where we like to kind of figure out what side's doing this and then that side's doing that and then how are the how is the game going? And what I'm saying is remove yourself from the arena altogether and then look at the entire game being played right and left and the entire scenario going on and what makes us want to be like the announcer. Because when we can play a game like, well, I'm trying to figure out what this maneuver is and that maneuver is. I feel like we get caught into the right-left game as if the presidency is going to mean what we think it's going to mean and that that person's going to save us, good or bad. Bad if uh, Dingling goes back in, good if Trump goes in. But I think we should take a step back and look at the whole, take yourself out of the arena. Don't even be a sports announcer on the sides. Just take yourself out of the arena because we're the answer. Just like the founders were, we are the answer. Um, and we and we hold the innate power yeah. of the government. Mm-hmm. And I think 
we study people and politicians yeah. because they do tend to have exercise power over us. And yes. that's why we study them. Yes. But I think you're right. We can't tell good information, uh, mm-hmm. positive information from negative information. We don't well, know if this is a good or bad. And I'm questioning the game. I'm saying the whole yeah. game is a rigged, rigged. psyop game. <laughs> yes. If you can get it out in the parking lot. <laughs> Yeah. Right. It's like professional wrestling. Yes. Right? Yes. And and people want to go, no, no, no. The game is real. The game is real. And I'm like, no, it's not. I don't think it is. I don't think the game is real. I think we need to step out of the uh, whole arena itself and rethink it. Oh my gosh. Uh, thank you so much, Susan Reed. Really appreciate You're, you. My and pleasure. Of, and of course, Merry Christmas to you. And of course, be back tomorrow with Milty, Chris Sanhall. And then, of course, Friday Christmas show with uh, Father Longnecker. He's going to be awesome. And of course, uh, be faithful, be fearless. See you back here uh, tomorrow. KateDallyRadio.com.